coming up this week on The Youth Perspective. <laughs> I had major stage fright, but I was able to overcome that and enter into theater around high school years, uh, 14, 15. I got into the theater and that's where my love for musical theater was born. Mm. Uh, I never experienced anything like it and it was so exciting and I just wanted to continue to chase that rush that I got the first time that I was on stage at the Regency Theater. The Youth Perspective, where we shine the light on the youth of our nation. You don't want to miss this episode each Saturday at 7.30 p.m. on 1540 a.m. Power 104.5 FM, the national voice of the Bahamas. I'm trying to be great, and I'm on my way, way up, way up, way up. It's never too late, and I'm on my way. I'ma leave my mark. Ready, set, go. Ready, set, go. Ready, set. Go. With so much negativity being yielded at the youth of our nation, it seems hard to find any signs of a bright future. Coming from a legendary past, the new generation of Bahamians seek to take this nation to heights it's never seen. That's where the youth perspective comes in. We seek to display tomorrow's leaders in every facet of society. Each show will focus on today's pace setters, trendsetters, movers and shakers, and the next generation of great, impactful Bahamians. We seek to uplift, motivate, and encourage our listeners. Tune in as we address issues of importance with wisdom and intelligence, all from the youth perspective.
ladies and gentlemen, to the program, The Youth Perspective, where we shine the light on young persons that are doing incredible things. Uh, we get the opportunity to interview uh, youth organizations and, you know, just a kaleidoscope of uh, interesting persons. And so this year we've been uh, really focusing on uh, trying to connect with uh, some of our young persons that are abroad, uh, trying to uh, focus on our young persons that are just doing some incredible things around the world. And so you're going to see us going uh, to the lengths and the breaths. All right. And so I just want to let you know that you're locked into 1540 AM power 104.5 FM, the national voice of the Bahamas. Only the sun covers the Bahamas better than ZNS. And of course, inspiration 107.9 FM, the light 810 in Freeport, Grand Bahama. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it is a tremendous night. Uh, we are joined by the one and the only uh, Nina Lang, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, she is uh, a wonderful actress and a singer, and uh, she is all the way over there at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy in Manhattan, New York, all right? And, of course, uh, she's been making a great splash over there, and we're going to find out all about her and everything she's been up to on this edition of the youth perspective uh good evening nina it's so great to have you on the youth perspective how are you doing how are you feeling i'm great it's great to be talking with you thanks for this opportunity it's so great to have you here and uh we have been uh doing a great job i think of uh getting in the creatives in uh on the youth perspective and really uh finding out uh why did they choose the direction uh that they went into um because we have a lot of young persons listening all over the Bahamas and indeed by the world. And uh, so we, we, we are excited uh, to have this conversation with you. But before we get too deep uh, into our conversation, uh, I want to find out more about you, uh, about you. We know that you are a Grand Bahaman native as well. Uh, but for those listening in, tell us a little bit about Nina. All right. Wow. It's a broad question. Let's see. I am, <laughs> like you said, a Freeport native, Grand Bahama. Um, I've been singing for as long as I can remember. My dad actually used to sing and play guitar. Um, anyone who knows my dad, Rudolph Flying um, in Freeport, they call him Freeport Al Green because he's really great at impersonating Al Green. Mm. But he used to perform around the island. And when I was about seven or so, I just sit on his bed and watch him practice songs for his gigs. And I'd always memorize the songs faster than he did. And I'd always have to like feed him the lyrics. And that's like my introduction to music. Um, I didn't really sing a lot in um, like my in kindergarten or like my earlier first grade, second grade. Mm -hmm. But um, as people started to realize, like teachers started to realize that I had a voice on me, they started pushing me into those Christmas pageants. You know, those Christmas recitals that we always used to have with the nativity scenes, like I always had to sing at those. So mm -hmm. I had major stage fright, but I was able to overcome that and enter into theater around high school years, uh, 14, 15. I got into the theater and that's where my love for musical theater was born. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I never experienced anything like it and it was so exciting and I just wanted to continue to chase that rush that I got the first time that I was on stage at the Regency Theater. So that's how that started for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow, and that's amazing that uh, these small seeds 
um, or what it what may seem like a small seed that parents or family members uh, that they sow into your lives can really grow into something uh, that is beautiful and that uh, yeah. touches the lives of so many persons. And so um, you you realized at a young age that you had the ability to sing and uh, you got the acting yeah. bug, as they would say. Um, how did, um, before you were able to go off to school, how did you um, kind of work on that craft um, there in Freeport? And then when I met you years later at the University of the Bahamas. Well, the Regency Theater played such an instrumental part in me fostering my love for acting. I started when I was uh, 14 in the musical Oliver, and, and I moved on to another musical after that, but then I had to go off to college at uh, College of the Bahamas. And over there, Tap, I actually, she was one of the first people I met. She wasn't Tap at the time, wow. but we were in the same major, mm -hmm. and she was doing vlogs, and she decided to start what we called the Live Out Loud Society, LOL Society. And we started doing like spoken word, open mic nights at this. Um, it was a Starbucks, I believe, okay. that was connected to the library. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, but I think it was a Starbucks. And uh, we just did open mic nights. And that's where I would continue to sing. And I even started to write poetry because so many people around me in that group were writing poetry. And from that, I got a lot of opportunities to work with local Nassau artists. And so that's how I was able to continue to foster that uh, away from Freeport. But after I came back home to Grand Bahama, I was able to do more shows at the Regency Theater. And I did it for a few years and really decided, you know, I think this is something that I want to pursue full time. So I left my job <laughs> and decided to pursue this thing. It's this once in a lifetime thing that you get to do. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't want to live all my life and get to be gray and old and have that regret of never trying. Right. So I decided now it's now or never. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so happy I did it. I don't regret it at all. And so how difficult uh, was it to, to leave your job at that time? So it was difficult to leave my job the second time. And I say the second time because the first time I wasn't actually, um, I didn't actually leave. I was let go the first time that ah, I had okay. um, parted ways with a job. Mm -hmm. um, I was working at an advertising agency in Freeport and they started to make some cuts. So that was 2017 mm. um, when I got let go from that job. And it was this really interesting opportunity I had to take stock of my life and where I was because the truth was that I wasn't actually happy with the nine to five and I knew that I had this creative thing in me I was doing plays with Corel Pinder at the Regency at the time and I really enjoyed my outside of work life where I got to be really creative um, on stage more than I was enjoying the nine to five and so when I lost that job I started to think about which direction I wanted to take my life so whereas most people would be like really upset about losing a job, I was actually liberated and mm -hmm. I got to explore different like, colleges online and I decided to make this leap and go and audition in person for this uh, musical dramatic academy that I'd heard about through a friend mm -hmm. and I got accepted and <laughs> wow. suddenly it just felt like this thing that felt super impossible at first just became so valid mm -hmm. 
Um, and so the second time I, um, when I said I had to leave my job, um, I wasn't able to attend AMDA right away. Okay. So I auditioned for it in 2019 on my birthday, actually. The audition was literally on my birthday in February 2019. Mm -hmm. And they accepted me for the fall 2019 uh, program. Okay. However, having just lost my job, I could not afford the tuition. Right. And so I had to defer <laughs> for an entire year and ended up getting a job at the Ministry of Tourism. Mm -hmm. And so it's this, it was this polarizing thing of knowing that I have my dream mm -hmm. in my back pocket, but also having like the stability of a job mm -hmm. right in front of me. It was this really interesting thing of, okay, you know that you auditioned for this school and you got this chance. And they, they accepted you and they're waiting for you, but then you also have a job and that's stability. Uh, mm -hmm. But I had to just decide that the job was gonna be for me to build, uh, build up that bank account <laughs> so mm -hmm. that I could put the payment down to actually pursue my dream. Yeah. And so it wasn't super hard to leave because I knew what I was going to do, Right. but it is, it is scary to mm -hmm. to leave a security net like to jump and not know where you're gonna land because mm -hmm. this um job this this career that i'm going into there's no there's no guarantees with it okay. but you pursue it because it's your passion and so tell us a little bit more <laughs> about the uh american musical and dramatic academy and so you said you deferred for a year you got a job with the ministry of mm -hmm. tourism and you got that bank account up and rolling and so now you're you're there you're there in new york and uh tell us about the the you know the beginning stages of getting there and then what are you doing now nowadays the american musical and dramatic academy is a conservatory where they offer you to a two-year program it's a really intensive training academy so the two years that i've been here i'm about to enter my fourth semester but the two years i've been here i've been uh, studying four different dance disciplines i've been learning tap mm -hmm. <laughs> which i've never done before ballet jazz dance um, as well as theater dance and then i also have musical theater performance classes and acting classes i have music theory classes i have musical theater history courses, voice production and speech courses. And all of this is just geared toward making the student a really well-rounded performer. And I can really see the progress that I've made over the last three semesters. It's astounding. I have individual voice lessons, which I'm so grateful for. Um, the way that my voice has grown is I like, it's like night and day, truly. Like, I thought I could sing at first before mm -hmm. I ever came here. But now I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's more. <laughs> I can do a little thing. <laughs> like, there's it's, more. It's, it's... <laughs> yeah, the money is not going to waste. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm so impressed with the training. I'm very happy that I'm here. And the school itself um, has one of the highest representations. The alumni mm -hmm. that graduate from here, um, quite a few of them, are in Broadway shows. I think AMDA has the highest representation of alum in on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I so I, that's I, pretty exciting. <laughs> right, and I did want to ask you um, to uh, you explained it to me off air, but I wanted you to explain it in the interview uh -huh. um, where you talked about Broadway. Um, not necessarily mm -hmm. just being musicals. I think we we talked about so where actors can be a part of Broadway yeah. as well. Yeah, so I think sometimes people think that, you know, if you do musicals, um, 
you're on Broadway if you want to be an actor, you're on TV and, and you're in films. But what a lot of people may not know is that some of your favorite actors started on stage. Mm -hmm. So you have like Denzel Washington and Viola Davis. They did Fences, the film, and it got all of these like Academy Award nominations. They were actually doing Fences on stage prior to making that film. Mm. They just literally casted the same people in the film version. So yeah, like um, a lot of really reputable, respected uh, actors get their starts on stage. As a matter of fact, most actors who do have that, um, that kind of clout, they'll tell you themselves that you should get your training in Broadway. Mm. Like you should get your training on a stage. Because it's this thing of um, being so present in the moment, in the drama, um, you can't get a do-over. You have to really like hone your craft when you're acting on stage. And it's real and it's there and you put it out and you can't take it back and mm -hmm. it's over after it's done and you just have to walk away from it, you know? Yeah. Uh, when you're on TV and, and doing film, you got to cut and let's take, take 12. Right. But, <laughs> and you know, anyone can really do that. If you give them enough tries, they can produce the emotion, but on stage, it's there. You can't hide behind anything. No. So, yeah, Broadway isn't just for the musicals and those big things with the flashing and the dancing. Yeah. You have some great dramas. And I've had the opportunity to watch quite a few, thanks to Amda. We sometimes get um, complimentary tickets to different shows. Wow. So I actually had the opportunity to go watch this wonderful um, play called Thoughts of a Colored Man, mm. which was the first time that a play had a full black cast um, written by a black man, uh, produced by a black man. So it was phenomenal. I mm -hmm. loved it so much. Wow. And you know, you know, something interesting when um, when I was in high school, I loved uh, I had a few favorite courses. Right. And so I loved uh, history and I loved English literature um, I love lying as well, English language and language as well. But I can tell you my favorite class mm -hmm. uh, was actually the talent show, right? <laughs> Which was not a class. <laughs> it was not a class. But <laughs> uh, to your point, um, it, it was it was just nothing like being on that stage. And, you know, there's music going and we have, you know, choreography and we have lines to remember, like all this stuff. And uh, and as I was leaving from my high school, um, they started doing um, Broadway shows. And so they put on Rent, um, which was pretty astounding. And uh, they put on a few other Broadway uh, classics when I was leaving, which, you know, I would have loved to be a part of. But, you know, <laughs> that's how it goes. And so do you have a favorite? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, do you have a favorite? Do you do you more so like the vocal part of it? Or do you like the acting? Or do you like the stage performance more? Like what is... Um, the thing that really um, that you love the most. I've I've been singing longer, but I've come to find that acting is so it's it's so thrilling. Um, I I think it's because it's a great challenge to me, and I like to dive deep into like what makes a a character tick. Like it's like studying human behavior, you know. Like mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes it's so delicious to just dive in and like peel back these layers to give the most authentic performance that you can give. Mm -hmm. So I would say acting has become my, my favorite discipline, even though I would consider myself a singer first. Yeah. 
Um, that's like uh, industry terminology, I guess. They call dancer first if you're a stronger dancer or an singer first. Um, I entering the college, I thought I was a singer first, but now I feel like I want to, <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to like focus a whole lot more on the acting and really improve there. Okay, indeed. Now, um, as we are winding down, the time goes so quickly uh, on the youth perspective. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're just <laughs> tuning in, you're just tuning in, uh, you're listening to the voice of Nina Lang. And of course, uh, she is a Freeport native, uh, Freeport, Windsor Park. All right. Shout out to everybody in Windsor Park listening in this evening. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> she is an actress. And a singer, and uh, she's currently attending the American Musical and Dramatic Academy in Manhattan, New York, all right? And, of course, she's been doing amazing things. And so, Nina, as we look toward the future, as you look toward your career, maybe even after graduation, um, what are you looking to do? Like, what is what is the next step? Um, are you going to, you know, try and land a role on, role on Broadway? Or, like, what is your, your next step after schooling? So the, th- the cool thing about this program and going into fourth semester is that we actually get to start auditioning. Okay. Um, so all of my classes are going to be in the evening and that frees up my daytime to go out and audition in person or send in self tapes. We, we are, you know, on Zoom all the time, but it's so cool now because that's the way that the industry is kind of turning. So mm-hmm. all of this being in front of your computer screen has been training for um, getting in front of a camera, singing your heart out, and then sending it out to casting agents. So wow. that's that's another way that I get to put myself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't say that I um, I'm gonna narrow my my um, my attempts to just Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm open to doing film, TV. I want to do it all. Do it so all. whatever okay. bites first is mm-hmm. where I'll probably go first. Yeah. But yeah, I'll always love the stage. So even though my like, the big dream is to be um, on your on your TV screen and to be in films, mm-hmm. I will always seek that um, that stage role. Uh, I would love to originate a role on Broadway in a Broadway musical. Like that's yeah. a big dream of mine. Because, yeah. you know, you can have um, shows like you mentioned doing Rent and I love that musical um, and Hamilton. My dream role right now is actually Angelica Schuyler in Hamilton. Mm. I absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. But to be in a new musical and to be that iconic role for someone else, someone coming up after me, that's that would just mean the world to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to uh, be able to get a word in from you as well. Um, we have a, a lot of young persons. And I mean, you know, that's that's the reason why we do the youth perspective, right? Because we want to encourage the young persons listening in, um, you know, and, and, and their parents, they listen in as well. And they send me messages and, you know, they just say how their, their, their kids or their nieces and nephews are impacted by the shows that we do. And so... Um, to that young person that's listening in right now, Nina, um, is there any advice that you could give them? Because obviously um, you uh, you just didn't pop up one day and decide that, you know what, I'm going to be a singer, an actress. I'm going to be on your TV screen. I'm going to do great things. You worked at it. And then you uh, made a leap of faith um, to be able to go to New York and be a part of this. And you applied yourself throughout the years um, to get yourself to this place. And yeah. so what advice would you give the young persons listening in who want to be an actor, who wants to, to follow their dream as be a singer or be in the stage or whatever it is, 
any advice for them? Yeah, um, I, I believe it was Lupita Nyong'o when she won the Oscar. She said, your dreams are valid. And that stuck with me for a really long time because the thing is being from the Bahamas and not just like the Bahamas, but being from Freeport, um, it feels like sometimes these dreams that we have are just too big and they feel so far out of our reach. And, and so I let that kind of hold me back for a really long time. Like you said, I didn't just pop up with this dream. This has been a lifelong dream of mine. Ever since I watched probably like my first Disney TV show, I <laughs> would go in the mirror and um, recreate the scenes that I saw. And so I didn't know how to put a name to it, what I was doing. It was just daydreaming or fantasizing, but it was me flexing this creative muscle yeah. for the longest time. And not, not a lot of people sewed into that dream. So I let it kind of get smaller and smaller mm -hmm. and it never disappeared, but it just felt kind of difficult to see it because we don't see a lot of people going after it. And I'm so proud of like myself. I'm so proud of people like um, Malika and Tap and who are going after their dreams. Jonathan, yeah. he's in California. Um, mm -hmm. They're going after these creative dreams mm -hmm. and showing that we can do this. Not, mm -hmm. It's not just um, some people in America or people in the UK who are cut out for this. We're no less talented than anyone else around the world. So if you do have these dreams, I would say go after them with your whole heart and don't let anyone stop you. Be, be willing to put in the work. As soon as I came to AMDA, the teachers didn't care where I was from. Mm -hmm. They looked at the work that I was putting in and what I brought to the table. And it's been so fulfilling to have them validate what I already felt I was capable of doing. Yeah. I had a dance teacher literally on Friday after we did our combo tell me she would cast me in a heartbeat. She mm. literally said that. And like that stopped my day. Like, wow. I mean, the day kept going for everyone else. But for <laughs> me, I was just stuck on that one moment because right. it just validated yeah. this thing that I felt inside of me for so long, wondering as I watched people on stage wondering if as I watch people on TV whether I could ever do that and here is this woman who's worked on Broadway telling me that I have what it takes and everyone else can do the same thing you can so yeah I would say if you are Bohemian and you're a dreamer you have a big dream to be on TV it's possible mm -hmm. it's possible it's, it, possible. it feels crazy, but it's only crazy until it happens you yes know? yes yes <laughs> it's only crazy until it happens so yes. Yeah. yeah. And I borrowed that from Mike Todd. So. <laughs> yes, yes. And you wouldn't and you wouldn't believe yeah. we just shared that quote on the last episode um that we had another creative yeah. we had another creative on and we shared that same quote and so very interesting. Because it's so true. It is so true. And I really I hold I hold that so close to my heart because this experience that I'm living right now felt crazy. Mm -hmm. It felt crazy when I was in my 9 to 5 thinking about going to New York. I'd never been in New York until 2018. Wow. And now I live here. And it's mm -hmm. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's it's really only crazy until it happens. And yeah. then you look back and see how far you've come. Mm -hmm. So don't let anyone stop you. Yeah. 
I love it, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to remember, remember these interviews, all right? Because we are interviewing all these wonderful <laughs> persons. And uh, Jonathan, he is on my list, and I'm hoping that we can get him. We've tried to get him before, uh, but he yeah. was touring. He was touring at that time because that was before COVID uh, when he was doing that Broadway musical. And so he's definitely uh, on my list to uh, bring on the You Perspective. And I want you to remember these names, all right? We're bringing you these names each and every Saturday. And so you can say, hey, I heard her on the You Perspective on Zernes. Yeah, Nina Lang, all right? So remember <laughs> the name when yes. uh, when she becomes really famous, right? And then they name something after her. You can say, Thank you. <laughs> you can say, hey, I remember. That, ra- that random road. Yeah. It, it, the random road in Freeport. <laughs> right, right. Or Nina Lang subdivision or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so, listen, our time is running out. Um, I want to get your closing comments before we wrap up this interview. Um, any closing comments mm-hmm. you want to leave with the listening audience? All right, so I want to thank everyone for their support. Um, as I mentioned, this has been um, a fulfilling journey, but it has definitely been challenging financially. So I started an, a, an ongoing fundraiser. It's on GoFundMe under Nina's Next Step. So if you appreciate it, what you heard here, uh, you can make a donation, and, and I'd be so grateful for it. Um, this is this is something that I've been wanting to pursue for so long, and I'm really happy to be able to do it and would love your help to continue through. Um, and thank you so much for everyone who has already supported. I'm definitely going to make you guys proud. Thanks so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it right here. Uh, Nina Lang, all right, doing amazing things. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you so much for joining us on this edition of The Youth Perspective with actress and singer Nina Lang. And uh, she is currently at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy over there in Manhattan, New York, and a proud native of Freeport Windsor Park. All right, we thank you so much for joining us on this edition of The Youth Perspective. We'll <laughs> see you. you. On the next one, have a great evening, everybody. Thank you so much, Nina. Have a great evening. Make sure y'all drive safe and keep it exactly where you have got it. I'm trying to be great, and I'm on my way, way up, way up, way up. It's never too late, and I'm on my way. I'm going to leave my mark, ready, set, go. Ready, set, go. Ready, set. I hope you enjoyed another edition of the Youth Perspective. Stay tuned for more interviews, more in-depth conversation, great music as we seek to encourage, empower, impact, and uplift our youth of this nation. Here on the Youth Perspective, we'll see you next time right here on the Youth Perspective with Kashik and Jamal.